This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. funky stop-start affair there by uh, Leaf. That was Coy. You're on In Your Face on 3CR with James and MV. It's four after four. Thanks to Matt for burning vinyl. MV, thanks for joining me. Yeah, no stress. That's really lovely to be here this afternoon. I am so excited about Yvonne <laughs> Raphael, who is performing at HAL on Sunday, as I might add, is Leaf. What a gender bender. They're coming into the studio real soon. Very much looking forward to seeing their stuff and hearing a bit more about their music. And their Which- journey. You're listening to 3CR Radio. And that's Faka with Yu Yang Kumbula. You're on In Your Face on 3CR 855 AM, digital radio and live streaming on 3cr.org.au. And we're very privileged. We're joined by Yvonne Raphael, who's performing at Club Cake at Howler in Brunswick on Sunday. Welcome to 3CR. Thank you so much for having me. Very excited to be here. Where to begin with you? You're an emotional performer. I think it's very good word to use. Yes, emotional. <laughs> I call myself an emotional performer because I've cried on stage a few times and I'm a bit of a wreck sometimes on stage. Like, my emotions get the best of me. Now, you have made a documentary about about your life, about you as a performer. And it's Someone's quite... made a documentary about me. I didn't make it myself. Really? <laughs> no, it was a, yeah, it was a friend, yeah, friends of mine who have this video company. Yeah, that just approached me to do a little mini, mini doco on... It's called Life of the Artist. It's this collection of works that they have where they interview a bunch of different um, yeah, artists that in their story, I guess. It was quite an emotional journey that you went on in that documentary. You were narrating it. Tell us about you know the most poignant bits of it. Of the documentary? Yeah, about your journey as a musician. Well, that was actually right before my very first Honcho disco performance, uh, the start of last year, I believe it was. So I guess, yeah, it was a build-up of me going from a a bedroom performer, <laughs> as so to speak, to on the stage with, a f- you know, people screaming at me or, you know, people listening to what I have to say. So, yeah, it was really special. Now, what's a honcho disco? Honcho disco is a queer, don't quote me for the use of words, but queer dress-up night that um, John Pants throws at the 86 every Thursday. You know, yeah, just a collection of beautiful people dressed up and beautiful performers. Now, to what extent are you inspired by the 80s gender bender? I mean, I see that I see that genre in your music very much and in your performances. I see a bit of the, the Pete Burns, Boy George influence. Yeah, definitely. Boy George, love Boy George. Slightly before my time, but I can still say that I love him lots. Uh, in terms of imagery, definitely like the club kid movement is something that I like to sort of base my looks around. But um, it's kind of how I'm feeling on the day. Yeah, what right. I've, I'm getting ready. Just sometimes I'll put on a dress. Sometimes I'll put on 
you know, some high waist pants. Depends where the femininity or masculinity is flowing that day. <laughs> now, you combine traditional drag with, with things like leather. Now, I've got to ask you, to what extent is leather drag? Oh, completely, right? Unless it's like a full gown made in leather. But um, So, like harnesses? Are, yeah, are or me drag? personally, sorry. Yeah, um, harnesses. I'd love to get myself a mask at some point, a leather mask. But, um, yeah, just to roughen the look up a little bit. Make a little bit uncomfortable, I guess. Is leather camp? Leather can definitely be camp. I've seen a lot of very camp men dressed in leather, in my opinion. So, yeah, it depends. Well, not traditionally. Traditionally, it's a bit fetishized, but yeah, it's a bit of a style. Because it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's it's kind of very kind of gender conforming in lots of ways. Leather, Com- but but you bend it. That's where I think the gender bender influence comes from. It's it's very camp. Thank you. Try my hardest to make leather camp. <laughs> now you also love feathers. Why? Um, at the time, <laughs> I'm going to say at the time because I was shot about a year ago and I don't use a lot of feathers anymore. It was very much because it covered most of my face and I'm not very good at makeup. So I would just chuck them in my beard so that I didn't have to do too much with the makeup. Really? Yeah. I thought you were going to tell me all about a fetish or something. A feather fetish. That would be nice. Behind but- closed doors, that one though. <laughs> just kidding. So what can we expect from you at Club Cake on Sunday? Um, on Sunday, I'm doing a collection of songs. I'll be doing... Two covers from two different artists and three originals. Um, two old ones and two new ones. This brand new one I'm excited about is called Your Son Wears Girls Dresses. And it's a song about, um, yeah, it's a song about me and my relationship with my father and where I stand and why I wear dresses in a way, I guess. So what's the answer to that question or those questions? Which question? The well, why I wear dresses? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess... I kind of don't want to tell you, but I will because you're not going to be a cupcake unless you are. But um, the yeah, the chorus is your son wears girls' dresses to feel like a man. So yeah, to express myself. It's I'd interesting, say. isn't it, that people look at a dress and they automatically assume that you know it's feminine, but it can mm-hmm. be a very masculine Which thing. It, yeah, hundred percent. It definitely can be a feminine thing. Um, how you wear it, I guess it is comes down to, or like why you wear it. You have a great voice. When did you find out you could sing? Uh, I still don't know that I can sing, I guess. <laughs> but um, No, I started singing in high school through like choirs. I actually got kicked out of my choir in high school. Why? I, I, <laughs> touchy subject, not really. Um, I had a big mouth and I had I have this thing. I used to have this thing in high school and teachers used to get angry. I used to laugh like uncontrollably and... One teacher didn't take it very well. Really? Well, she was just screaming at me, telling me to stop talking, and I just couldn't stop laughing. So it would have looked very, um, like I wasn't being very nice to her. But it's interesting, isn't it? Like the laughter kind of, I guess, and the, and the screaming and, and all those sounds kind of really evidences the voice that you later discovered. Mm, I think it's more like an anxious thing, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. don't know how to react, so I'm just going to laugh it off. <laughs> so how would you describe your vocals? Um, vocals, self-taught. Uh, so it's, yeah, I don't have a lot of training behind me, so it's not as maybe polished as I'd like it to be, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Poppy, acoustic-y, ballady, emotional. (laughs) Yeah. Um, hi everyone. This is MV. Um, and you can see me, so you actually know who I am. I just want to talk a little bit about, uh, Club Cake and, Mm -hmm. and the event itself. Uh, At what point or how important do you think like events like Club Cake are 
in fostering community through, you know, club and dance nights. And especially when you're looking at the lineup of mm-hmm. Club Cake, so you're looking at Leaf and Farka, yourself and a few other performances, um, you know, looking at the diverse range of artists that are involved, how important do you think that is in sort of um, fostering a position of di- diverse diverseness um, and inclusivity? Um Without sounding as simple as it's going to sound, I think diversity is pretty much the key of like the queer, queer culture. Um, yeah, the more diverse that we all are, or the more diverse that the community is as a whole, the bigger it's going to get, and the less of a minority it's going to be. Um, also, the more diverse it is, the more different types of people are going to be at these parties and feel fully comfortable in themselves. Um, also, really important to have those sorts of parties, like re-answering that question because I don't know I feel like I don't know I'm quite young 24 but I feel like queer parties have been even in my lifetime I've seen them pop up and go down pop up and go down so it seems they are a bit of a hard thing to keep going with so yeah club cake on Sunday and honcho discos and those sorts of events are really 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 important to keep going keep you know fighting for so that we have a safe, diverse place to enjoy ourselves and express ourselves. And and help people find their voices as 100%. well. 100%. If you couldn't perform as a queer performer, you wouldn't be able to perform at all. Dare I say, if it wasn't for Honcho Disco myself, I 100% would not have had the platform that I have and that I have had to yeah express myself that like I do now. So um, shout out to John Pants, John Pants. for putting on a, a great night and, Big and being out. really inclusive. Because I've been to Honcho Disco, you know, I don't go out late, but sometimes when I do, but it's not only the diverse, uh, you've got people of color, but it's the diverse range of age groups as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not just baby queers. It's like the whole like, gamut of, and of bears the- and all the subcultures really nice, in the it? community. Yeah. So that's, that's really, you get that really inclusive vibe because there's so many, it's just all walks of life, you know, um, guys, girls, trans, intersex, whatevs mm-hmm. is there and queer exactly, and allies. So I think it really produces a really nice sense of community and everyone's got their little niche or pockets mm-hmm. of people they can hang out with. So yeah, anyway, that's my jam. <laughs> I guess the diversity and embracing it means that performing on stage is a less vulnerable experience for people, do you think? A hundred percent. Yeah, speaking from a performer perspective, Honchos is one of my favourite places to perform because the crowd is Oh, honchos and club cake, dare I say, because cool. I did the first club cake as well. But um, the crowd is just there to enjoy it and there to listen to what you have to say or, you know, watch you if you're a visual performer. And they're always positive, 100% always positive, the crowd. What's your next project? Currently, I'm finishing, well, I'm trying to record polished Polish versions of my songs, my originals. I've got about 10, 11 of them. So that's your, so that's your next project, yeah? Just, um, yeah, I'm putting them mastering. together and coming up with a visual, visual collection for all of those. On Sunday at Howler, at Club Cake, what visuals can we expect from you? What are you going to wear? I won't go into what I'm wearing because there's a new get-up in there. But, um, oh, come on, give us a no, sneak peek. No, I've got some new very high boots that are black. Yeah? Yeah, my sex boots. They're going to come out 100%. What about colour? Colour, I'm actually leaving up to this beautiful artist that I'm collaborating with. I hate Prozac, follow her on Instagram. She's doing my makeup for the evening, so that'll be pretty much the only pop of colour I have, but it'll be a big one. So no hair dye? Undecided, but I don't think so. What about the beard? 
Beard is <laughs> just going to be the moustache, I think. Right, okay. Right. Oh, that's good. Maybe that's a bit good. of colour. So, Yvonne, where, where can we find some more of your work? Like, is, is there a Bandcamp, SoundCloud, website, uh, Facebook? Like, if we want to get in touch with more of your work, Instagram, like, where can we find you? Twitter? Uh, At the moment, um, I'm still progressing into a performer rather than a bedroom performer. So, most of my songs are on Instagram and on my Yvonne Raphael um, page. So, my Instagram is YYRP. That's yep. my personal one and performer. Instagram. So you're about to listen to a song that I wrote earlier this year called Kisses That You Left and it's about the being positive about a about a breakup or something, I guess. You're just yeah. About being positive about a breakup. Awesome. Well, this is Kisses That You Left by Yvonne Raphael. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Joining us good luck Sunday. Sunday. Bye. You're listening to In Your Face on three C R Such a shame that you had to leave Now it's only Didn't even get the chance To tell you how I feel Lately you've been off my mind You've been in my dreams I asked the man who left his mark Closer to me Thank you for being so kind Thank you for showing me that The impact you made will forever stay strong The kisses that you left are sound deep in my soul The impact you made will forever stay strong The kisses that you left are sound deep in my soul You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.